podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 104. So today I thought I would take it back a bit old school um, to sort of more of the beginning stuff that I used to talk about on the podcast and talk about masculine feminine energy and what the heck it all means and why we even talk about it. So I began my journey into... um, masculine feminine energy about two years ago. Uh, no, sorry. Let's say, let's, let's call it a year and a bit. Um, I started the podcast, uh, in August of 2019. So really, why did I start the podcast? I started it because I started to realize that I had been heavily in my masculine energy. And when, when I realized that, when I really came to that was when I did a Tony Robbins event called, uh, like all the UPWs definitely, you know, brought it to light. And I started to really, I, I would say at Date With Destiny is when I really started to physically understand masculine feminine energy. Um, so here's kind of how things happened for me. I was single at the time and it was the summer of 2019, early in the summer, maybe May, June-ish. And I was sitting in my house and I was thinking like, why can't I meet a guy that is in alignment with me? Like from a, like a energy perspective, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, you know, I, people say that I'm cute. People say that I'm smart. People say that I'm successful, like all the things, right? Like I'm not, you know, I'm not walking around depressed all the time. I'm super into personal development. All the things made sense. Like, why couldn't I meet somebody? And I would meet, like, I mean, I I really wouldn't. I would just be attracting into my life either platonic friends or friends that could have been something. But every guy that was in my orb was completely not what I, the energy that I was looking to attract, platonically or otherwise. So I started to think about it and I was like, what the hell is happening? And I realized that I needed to get deeper connected to my feminine divine. And I had no real idea of how that was like, what that even meant. So I started to do a lot of research. I started to read, you know, and, and absorb content from Alison Armstrong and Tony Robbins. And I really started to dig into this masculine feminine energy stuff. And what it started to look like was because I was so deeply connected to the masculine, I wasn't showing up at all in the feminine. And when you are a a single woman and you are a strong woman, and that's what I consider myself as a strong woman. I mean, all women I think are strong. They're just either not owning it or unsure of it, but we're all strong. But I started to see that I was really showing up in this hunter mode all the time and it, and it would happen. And I started to notice it with my daughter. I started, and I wasn't mean and it's not like meanness. It's just abruptness. Like let's get shit done energy all the time. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. And PS, men aren't interested in girls like that, women like that. So I was like, okay, well, what does this mean? So I started thinking about different like words, words that I could, you know, have printed and put in my house 
in front of my room or in front of my bed where I could remember really to anchor myself into this, what I now call goddess mode. And I, you know, my, one of my daughters, Sydney, she's an artist. And, um, I said to her, babe, do you want to like draw me? She does beautiful line art. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, I'll just give you a quick peek. So that, so that's an upside down girl, just nice and casually laying upside down and flinging her like legs around. It's really cool. Um, it's a tattoo I have. Um, and she drew that. So she does this really cool line art. And I thought, you know what, why don't you create seven pieces to coincide with these words? So, um, empathy, patience, nurturing, vulnerability, sensuality, intuition, um, and vulnerability being the key one right there. So I said, just make these prints or or create some line art for me and I'll print them and I'll put them on my wall. And in the morning I'll wake up and I'll be able to see it and I'll remember to really get connected to, to her. And then I thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool? And this is how the company started. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if I got t-shirts made like with all these seven different words and really helped women to connect with that part of themselves. And so one thing led to another. And I thought, but before that, I even had that thought, I was like, I can't be the only female entrepreneur who feels this way. Like, it's just not possible for me to be the only one that I'm always in hunter mode. I'm always hustling and all that energy. And then I don't know how to slow down. And then all of a sudden men are kind of like repelled by that energy really. Right. I was like, I can't be the only one. And I wasn't. And so I started talking to other women. And I then I launched the podcast because I'm like, we need to start talking about this because there's... And, and now, you know, almost two years later, there's so many more things that have opened up and shown themselves to me over this time. Like, we're not men, ladies, and we will never be able to perform in the same way, not in the same... You know, we'll still kick ass all the things, but like, we just perform differently than them. And we need to accept that. Like, and P.S., that doesn't make us weak. That doesn't make us anything except intelligent because now we can really focus on our strengths and not trying to be like them. And guys, quit trying to make us be like you. We're not. Like that's the end of the story. We're not, we're not going to hustle the same as a man. We're going to hustle different. We're not going to, you know, our hormonal clock is 28 days. Yours is 24 hours. Like there's massive differences and we just need to like acknowledge that. And so when you're in this hustler mode, you know, emotion, emotionally, energetically, mentally, et cetera, it really does repel the men. And so it got me thinking, I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. How else is this showing up in my life? And it turns out it was showing up in a lot of areas. A lot of a lot of what happens when you're in the masculine energy, ladies, is that you're not forgiving to other people, but you're really not forgiving to yourself. What does that look like? It looks like why the fuck can't I keep up with this? Why can't I keep doing everything? Why do why do I have to do everything all the time? Why can't anybody help me, et cetera? Well, here's the trick. You don't let anyone help you. That was me. I'd complain about needing help and then I wouldn't accept the help or I would change the help or I would something the help. I wouldn't just graciously be like, thank you for supporting me here. Everything I did, I had to do by myself because I had this idea that, as long as I was in control and as long as I was in hustle mode, that everything was going to turn out perfectly and everything was going to be fine. And that's totally fucking wrong. <laughs> like it's, it couldn't be more wrong. So August, I started, um, the, the podcast and I'm just so I started this podcast and I started interviewing other women in business around this topic. And 
it was fascinating. Like every single time I talked to a female entrepreneur, their response was always, holy shit, that sounds like me. Or, oh my God, that sounds exactly like what I do. So I was like, okay, how do I support these women? And I really didn't know how I was going to support it. Um, the, the mission or the idea of helping women get out of this. But I just knew that like, this is crazy. There's so many of us that, and really what it, what it is, is we're suffering. We are totally suffering because a woman doesn't feel comfortable in her masculine hundred percent of the time. And if she does, she's just so deeply in the masculine, she can't see out. And so when you talk about, you know, like the, the thing that is really interesting about the masculine feminine energy is that it really does, it will live in your body. And that's where you really will start to get the indication that something is amiss. It's in your body. Like if you have a lot of headaches or a lot of tension in the neck, like if you're doing this and you're raising your shoulders to your ears a lot, which PS I used to do all the time. I still do it sometimes, but like those, those are physical, you know, if your hips are sore, your butt cheeks, all that are really sore all the time. That's where like a lot of, we, we carry a lot of stress and anger really in our hips. And so if you're, if you're noticing in your body that there's things that are just sort of not in flow and I'm not in flow right now, I'll be honest, like I'm having some challenges trying to move out of my marital house. And so my masculine is rearing its head and I'm very conscious of it. And I'm trying, I'm not, sorry, not trying. I am um, catching it to, to really reel it in because not, you know, it's not pleasant for people to be around me when I'm in my masculine at this level, but it's for sure not pleasant for me. Like, so I'm really working at catching it and taking a lot of deep breaths and just centering myself, getting back into my body, um, and just letting things flow because I'm frustrated right now. And so when I get frustrated, that's sort of my default is to go into how the fuck do I get this done mode? And I've done that a whole bunch of times. Like I've been trying to move out of the house for months and either I get outbid by something or they don't want my dog or whatever. And like, so I'm, I'm frustrated, but that's the truth. And so my default is to go back into the toxic masculine, not even, not even just the mature masculine. Um, and I want to just put a disclaimer that we have both energies. Everybody does. Like, it's not like men, women are like feminine energy only and men are, it's just not, that's not how we're not talking about sex or gender here. We're talking about energies, yin and yang. And so my default is to go when I get stressed over time, I tend to to lean back into the masculine and I'm doing that plus COVID, right? Like for me, I've, I would have gone to four or five events already in this year or in 2020 with Tony or with other people, with other um, events that happen around Toronto. And I've obviously gone to zero. And so for me, there's a massive amount of stress around um, my social life. I miss my friends. I miss my Tony Robbins family. I miss hugging them and seeing them in person. And I miss the energy of live events. And I crew the the virtual events and that's, it, it's beautiful and I love it, but it's not the same and it's, and it's wearing on me. And so there's a couple of things compounding and my, my stress responses go right back into masculine. And so it's, it's been challenging, but when you, when you start to understand that you're not meant to be grinding all the time, and I don't just mean grinding in your business. I mean grinding in life. When you start to understand, like if you're in a relationship and you and you want it to be, um, because here's here's what's here's what's real. If you're in a relationship and you as the woman are in your alpha state all the time or your masculine state all the time, your man eventually will do one of a couple of things. Okay, like 
men aren't going to out alpha you. They're, they might try in the beginning, but there's a point where they're, they're going to wave their white flag and be like, you know what? This chick is way too aggressive. I'm not down for this. And, and that, and so either they will, they will leave, they will, you know, distract themselves. They will cheat. They will, you know, go to work more than they need to. There's, they're going to tap out. If you keep pushing, they're going to tap out. Like that's, what's going to, that's, it. And so then what do we say? Oh my God, he's such an asshole. Like he doesn't pay attention to me. He doesn't do like, it could have taken you two years to push this man. And I'm not putting all the blame on us, trust me. But if you are in your masculine, if you're in your masculine trying to navigate a relationship and you think all this shit is wrong with him, that means it's wrong with you. And I know that's not like the most pleasant thing to hear, but it means time to put a mirror up, sweetheart, and look in the mirror and just say, okay, how am I showing up? And there's a really high percentage, a really high chance that it's you showing up in your masculine, which is pushing him into his feminine. And a man in his feminine is in his toxic feminine, in his wounded feminine is really, really difficult to be around. Like it is, you know... Like Ken and I have done a lot of work on this, and part of the reason we're we're not a couple anymore is because we both have feminine energies. But he is not; he is no. There's no toxicity in his. He's no wounded feminine energy. He's just he just you know he, he's balanced, but he leans a bit more to the feminine energy side, which is being led and like he, not being in charge in those things. But he's not wounded in any way. When a man is in his wounded feminine, it can be really hard to be around that guy. You know, it's a lot of. Um, it just, it's just shut down. They shut down and there's no getting in unless you really relent. And so if you're in this, in the relationship and this goes the same with your business and and it will show up in your business. And that's why I do both. Like when I coach women, I'm not just coaching them on business and I'm not just coaching them on personal because it's one thing. There's no separation ladies. Like the, gone are the days where you can like pretend that that's a different per- We're the same person guys too, but we're the same. I'm still the same person who runs my business, who tries to be in a relationship. And if you're not balanced in one area, you're going to be imbalanced in the other. It's just how it goes. I'm proof. I've done it. I lived it. And so have many, many other women. But like, so a man will eventually just kind of wave his white flag and be like, look at, I can't compete with this, your dick. Like I have my own penis. I don't need to compete with your penis. So I'm out or I'm checking out in some other way. So when I first discovered this work, I really, you know, part of why Ken and I even got back together was because I did the work and I thought, oh, it was me. I was too in my masculine and that's why he couldn't show up in his masculine. And, you know, long story short, we both, now we're both in our feminine. And so really we have a beautiful friendship, but there's no polarity anymore. So that's the other thing that will happen. So if you're in your masculine as a woman, now Ken and I, we're the exception to the rule. We have a very, very open, beautiful relationship, friendship, where we can have these conversations and they're not, you know, feelings aren't hurt. We we might feel hurt, but we're not like at each other about it. But I can comfortably say that we've done the work. I can comfortably say that I'm. there's nothing we haven't tried to, to really create the magical relationship we want. It's just that we're different. We're different energies at our core or we're the same energies at our core, really. And so... But women often will be like, oh, he's an asshole and I can't, he doesn't pay attention to me, blah, blah, blah. When you're in your masculine, there is no chance for that man to be your hero. There's no chance for that man to show up for you because you're putting him down energetically and verbally, right? And so oftentimes 
women leave relationships and men leave relationships without really understanding what just happened. And often it is just, I can, I mean, I could talk to a couple for two minutes and know exactly who's where, what, and doing what. But the, the trick is that we get, we get into these states in our companies and then we come home still in that state. And in that state, the guy's like, like, what's he going to do? He's not going to, you know, in a, in the, in the normal world, if a two alpha dogs came at it, they would fight physically have a fight. When, when's that going to happen in a marriage? I mean, it happens obviously, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, Hey honey, let's go put on the, maybe some people should go put on the boxing gloves and throw a couple rounds of boxing around, but like, no one's going to fight, duke it out. Right. No one's going in the street and like, let's take this outside. No, no husband's going to say that to the wife, but that's, you know, you think about this giant hustle, masculine energy, just dwarfing this guy it sucks. It sucks for him. And I would, you know, it's, it's a brutal place for a guy to be, but that's when we think about our business, we do have to be in hunter mode for much of the time. Like if I, you know, this past um, end of this year, I'm just going to take a quick sip of water here. I'm actually drinking ketones for the first time. My friend, Jesse, um, Jessie Lee Ward, she's hashtag boss Lee. Um, she is a friend of mine that I met and she's just crushing it in the uh, ketones MLM game. Like just insane. I, I really, really respect her. And so it took me two years, but I finally got some. So I'm trying them. There's caffeine in them. So we'll see how the rest of the day goes. I digress. Um, but like if we didn't, so there was a point this past year in 2020 where at the end of the year, I was so deeply in my feminine that I was kind of like not really doing anything. Um, and I started to realize, okay, maybe I'm probably a little bit too in my feminine and I need to, to kind of crank things up again. And so I'm not suggesting that at all, that we don't need that side of us. We do. We do nothing would get done, but we can't live in that zone all the time because what happens is that we bring that home. And whether you're in a relationship or you're single, you're still bringing that home. Whether you want to meet, like a lot of women, I, and this, this is the thing that rubs me kind of the wrong way is like, I see so many posts, like I'm a strong woman. I need a strong man and no man can handle me. I, and I, no, no guy can eat. Like, I don't need a guy. Well, okay. Then what the fuck are you talking about? Right? Like if you don't need a guy, a guy's going to go, Okay. You don't need me. Perfect. I'm going to go watch baseball. I'm going to go. I'm not even going to call you. I'm going to call the woman whose energy says she does want to be around me or that she does need me. And like, don't make them don't. The other thing too, is I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's like we have to be these damsel in distress all the time. And like, Oh, I don't know anything like, Oh, what that's what I'm saying. It's like you surrender to, you surrender to his energy like surrender to, and really it's surrendering to your own energy. It's surrendering to the feminine. It's because it's not that it does, it feels good. It feels so good to be in flow. It feels so good to smile at little silly things and just be in flow. If you're always gunning for something that has to be done, you miss it. You miss a lot of your life that way. And you're missing on relationships and you're missing on your business. When I started to run my business out of my heart, which is what I can, I call the feminine energies. When you get from your head, your masculine into your heart, that's my coaching program, head to heart method. That's how, that's how we roll. I ask you, where do you want to be in your heart in your business? Never mind pragmatically what makes sense. What made sense was the content company for me. Look how happy I was there. I wasn't. 
right? That made sense though. I have a huge long ass marketing background, blah, blah, blah. I did it for seven years. The company, I I couldn't do it full time anymore because it wasn't in my heart. But if you're operating just from the masculine, if you're running and creating companies from the masculine, you're fucked. There's no other way to say it. You are fucked. Why? Because eventually that energy will burn you out and you're going to be wondering, what did I do? What did I spend the last five or 10 years building? I hate it. It sucks. Or I have no love for it. I have no mojo for it. You've got to get connected to the heart, to the feminine in business. And once you do, so like you think about it, once you start connecting with your heart, period, then you can connect with a man in a different way. Then you can connect with your customers and clients in a different way. Then you connect with your kids in a different way. It's not just, it suits me to be in my feminine, so I'm going to be all la la la. It's not like that. You connect with the heart. You know, I cry probably every day once, at least once. And never is it about sad stuff. It's always about things that move me. I mean, I can listen to a Beyonce. There's a Beyonce song, I I was here. I cry my face off every time I listen to that because I'm so connected. I'm so in flow right? I'm not thinking, I'm not in my head, you know, mission impossible style. I'm in, in my heart. But when masculine and feminine comes, when masculine comes home from the office, home from your business, home from your day, and you try to put that into your marriage or your singlehood or your parenthood, it's a disaster. It just doesn't work. And I, I mean, I have four daughters and I've taught this to them all. And often like, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, when I first, when I, before I knew this work, I was raising children who were strong, quote unquote, women. They're all girls. So my, my MO was raise strong women, you know, fuck, I used to, and, and not so much to my oldest, my oldest is my stepdaughter. So I didn't, I wasn't with her when she was like, we met her when she was 13. Ken didn't know he had a daughter until then. So I didn't, I really didn't have a hand in raising her in those years, but like Sydney and Olivia, for sure, I was like, you don't need a man. I don't ever want you to need a man. I want you to be fully independent and blah, 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 blah. So that I didn't quantify, I didn't qualify that statement. I just blanket stated statement and that was it. And it's like, the qualifying is don't reject men. Yeah, maybe you can hear the geese. I'm so excited. The geese are coming back. But if you, it, it, maybe if I qualified that statement and said, okay, I want you to financially be independent for sure. Like, I don't want you to have to depend on someone for money, but that doesn't mean you don't depend or you don't share or you don't surrender or you don't open up or you don't get in flow with and for your man. Because if we, it, it's a lonely place. And you can fight with me about this all day long if you want. Like, I don't need a man. Sure, I don't need a man to live either, but I'd love to have one because why not? It's beautiful to experience life with someone else. Like, why are we? Why do we have to be? Why do we? Why is it black and like? Why is it one or the other? Why can't you just say I am independent? Like for me right now, I'm financially independent. I can move out of my house and I have money. He has money. It's all good. But that doesn't mean I don't need to be, like, I don't want to be or need to be. Like, I'm I'm well aware of the fact that spending time with somebody is a lot more fun than being alone all the time. I can be alone. I've been alone multiple times. I can. I'm totally comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable in my head, all the things. But why are we fighting this idea that if you if you admit that you like having a partner and that you want to feel taken care of by this partner... 
emotionally and et cetera. And that if you want to feel like you don't have to make all the decisions, why is that weakness to you? Like that's where I would be living is asking yourself, why do I think surrendering to my feminine divine with and for a man equals weakness? Like why do, why do, why do I have that line of thinking? And I can tell you right now, if you're, you know, the, the women I serve are 35 and older. And so we've all been, we've all experienced these shows from the eighties and nineties and even now. And again, I get super juiced about this topic, but like what, what kind of role models did we have growing up as young women? So you think about Dynasty, Joan Collins, you think about Knots Landing, you think about Falcon Crest, you even think about Roseanne, you think about um, who's the boss. Like, actually, that's not a really good example. That that actually is a good example of masculine energy, but it's actually, it is a good example. So what what are the common themes? And even now, and this is a thing, and I don't know, I, I mean, I, I've got a friend, Colin Egglesfield, he's an actor, and I swear to God, I have to talk to him about this because... I can understand why the narrative in Hollywood is still, if you want to be a a powerful, successful woman, you have to be a complete fucking bitch. Like Emily in Paris, younger. um, What's the other one? Um, Crank. Like all those three shows, all the women executives are fucking bitches and they're bitches to each other and they're bitches to everybody else. Like it is, and it's like 2020, like these shows, the one of them, I think, yeah, no, like they were all made last year. So why is that the formula for success in Hollywood? Like why are, but that's the conditioning we had as young women. You know, you think about anybody, Melrose, like all of them. The successful women were often bitches, were often mean, were often, I don't need a man, like all the things, right? So we've been conditioned to think that's the way, but it's so not. It's so not. It is the way if you want to be alone. It is the way if you want to feel lonely. And it is the way if you want to never be in flow. That's the way you go. If you want to, that's that's your bag and that's what you're into. That's the direction. It's not for me. For me, I want to feel cherished and loved and and secure with the person I'm with and feel like I don't have to worry about, you know, like, I think one of the biggest things for women is, and men, maybe this is, you know, helpful to you, but I think, I know, I know safety is our biggest thing. If we feel safe, then we're going to stay in our feminine. And, and it doesn't just mean physically safe. It means financially safe. Like if I know, um, and what that means financially safe is that I'm not carrying the load by myself, that I feel safe that you and I are in it together. That's how it shows up for me. Um, but emotional, right? Like if I know I can be my crazy tornado, emotional, hormonal, loving, crazy self, and you just stand there and hold the container for me and let me go. That's beautiful. Ken's amazing at that for sure. He just lets me be like, you know, even platonically it's, it, he's very, very good at holding that space for me. Um, but you just financially safe and emotionally safe and physically safe. Like that's what we want to feel. And when we don't feel that we start to go into the masculine. And so, but at some point, like when you're, when you're zero to 60 and your relationship's going down the shitter, one of you has to, I know I keep kind of bouncing all over the place, but it's, that's the kind of topic it is. Um, But one of you has to really, like the woman, in my opinion, has to be the one to say, okay, I'm, I'm realizing I'm in my masculine and I need to not be. Because the man isn't going to be, like the man has no other options. He can't out alpha you, right? So he has to either tap out or you have to be the one to say, 
okay, I get it. It's I'm, I'm going to take the first step and I'm going to go into my feminine. I'm going to, but here's my recommendation is that if you're in a relationship and you're hearing this and you want to do the work and you even want to come and coach with me, I would say, if you, if you came to me for a discovery call and you wanted to work on things in your relationship and the business and all of those things, I would say we need to get your husband at least to hear the conversations that we're having so that he understands what's happening. Because one of the things that I've noticed, and you know, I, I know Tony talks about this or he brushes by it. I personally don't believe that a relationship can work if only one person is doing this type of work. So what that means is if the woman is like, I'm, I'm recognized, you know, they come to me, Kara, I recognize I'm in my masculine and my husband is, you know, doing these things and blah, blah, blah. I really want to change. Okay, great. So I would, you know, originally I would say, let's get you into your feminine. But if he is not privy to what is happening, she'll go into her feminine and he'll remain in his feminine. And there's a good chance he will just, because nowadays most guys are just so turned off and shut down they're not paying attention anymore they're zoned out right they're like either into the job into another woman or into the the gaming or whatever they're shut down they're not even looking up at this point to see a change in you so it's important if you want if you if this is something you want and you want to save your relationship and ps saving the relationship will help your business and vice versa but if you if you want to do this work it's really important that you have his at least um support in and his buy in to you doing it so that he is paying attention. Like it's sort of the equivalent to like giving him a little nudge at the dinner table being like, Hey, can you pass me the potatoes? If you're sitting there wanting the potatoes, but never saying anything, he's not going to know. So I think it's really important that if you are looking to do this type of work with me or with anybody, you got to let him know so that you can put him kind of on guard to be noticing and paying attention because that's the other thing. Feminine, we like to be noticed. We love the attention. We want you to see us. We want you to see us. Hear me now. If we feel unseen, we are going right back into our masculine. So if you're not seeing us when we're doing all this beautiful work, we're going to get frustrated. And odds are eventually that woman will be like, I'm out or fuck this. I'm going back into my masculine because that's where I'm in control and I feel safe, seen and heard. So that's that's really, you know part of the work, part of what I'm doing. Um, and, and why, you know, over the last six months, I've really shifted into helping female entrepreneurs in their businesses. And here's why, because originally I would be, you know, kind of leading with this masculine feminine energy stuff. And it, it, I wasn't really having the impact that I wanted to have. Why? Because what, what I realized is I was talking to women where I was at. So I was very, if you look at my content from the last year before, like the last few months, you'll notice that it was all about feminine energy. And, but the, the woman, the women that I serve don't even know that they're in their masculine fully yet. Right. So my my strategy now is to really talk business. And once I've got you in in to talk about business, and if I notice that there's some things happening in the masculine feminine energy, that's where we, we where I take you. I'm a feminine energy business coach, right? So, but you know, I'm well, I am I'm good in business and I love business and I love helping women um, work on their companies. But it it's it was funny because originally I was like talking to the woman who's already learned and understood all this stuff and she's already in her feminine, but that's not the woman who I I serve. I serve the one who is struggling in some way on 
with her business or, and, or, and often it's struggling with the business and then there's struggle at home. So we work on the business and then we work on home and PS it's the same thing. (laughs) So I hope that was helpful. I I'm, I'm really excited to have been able to kind of do a a recap of this. I haven't talked about this at this level in a, in a really long time. Um, So yeah, if you have questions or you want to hop on a discovery call with me, zero pressure, like there's no pressure to, to work with me, but um, if you're, you know, if you're struggling, you're trying to figure shit out, let me help you. Let me at least have a conversation with you and see where it goes. Um, and I always say like, if you're a mission-driven entrepreneur, you absolutely need a coach, period. So, and and I say this for my other company as well. You don't have to work with me. I'm not everyone's flavor, but you have to work with someone, especially if you're a coach. I am very suspicious of coaches who don't have coaches. Like that's the truth. And I think most coaches are suspicious of that. But I love helping other coaches because I understand you're position. Um, but if you want, you know, you can always, so I'll leave a link to my calendar in this podcast, um, note in the podcast notes and yeah, reach out to me if you want to have a chat and, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you all and have an amazing, amazing Wednesday. Bye.